Good day, everybody, and what's up? Welcome to the podcast for Selfless Sex and She Comes First. My name is Dr. Nick Meyer, sitting here on January 30th, coming at you from the frosty south. This podcast will be published on February the 1st, which is a Tuesday. There's a reason why. I'll tell you about that later on. And once again, I just say thank you for everyone out there who's listening and hitting the like button and the hearts and the shares and all that good stuff. It really means a lot to me. So you guys are on Facebook, Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. Um, thank you so much. I've seen some pretty good gains recently in the U.S. and around other parts of the planet. So that's really amazing. So thank you all so much. And today I want to talk to you about a study that I came across, which is pretty much says that people are having less sex. And my question is, why? So let's talk about that today. So here's what happened. I, I came across an article in Scientific American, which pretty much was looking at um, sexual activity in the U.S. And this study pretty much revealed or found that there have been declines since 2009 through 2018 in all forms of partnered sexual activity, including penile vaginal intercourse, anal sex, and partner masturbation. The findings also show that adolescents report less solo masturbation as well. So once again, my question is this, why? So as I was going through that article, I started having way too many questions. So I went and got the actual research article, which was published in the Archives of Sexual Behavior in November of 2021. And there's a quote in the back that pretty much sums up everything. Sorry, I'm I'm flipping through pages right now, if you can hear that. Of course, I can't find the quote when I'm looking for it, but that's okay. Oh, here it is. I'm just gonna read it to you right right out of the, the article. It says, quote, however, in addition to finding decreased penile vaginal frequency in 2018 as compared to 2009, we found significant decreases across all partner sexual behaviors assessed and for adolescents decreased in the proportion of adolescent sexual reporting solar masturbation in their prior year as well. Overall, our findings are consistent with studies from multiple countries they have documented declines in sexual frequency, unquote. So from my own knowledge, I already know that they have been doing studies like this in other countries around the planet. So for example, like this study right here in the US had around 7,000 people in it. And they were doing studies like this in Japan and in Germany, United Kingdom and in Australia. And they're all pretty much saying the same thing. People are having less sex, especially over the past decade. So now in my brain, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Because this is just not like a, you know, a phenomenon that's happening in the US. This is worldwide. So now I'm kind of concerned. So here I have to hop back over into the article that appeared in Scientific American, where they actually interviewed one of the lead researchers from the study. And her name is Dr. Debbie Herbenick. 
and she gave the best answer that she could as a researcher, where she said, quote, we need more studies to tell us why, unquote. So yeah, I get it. I do understand. That big study that they just published looked at the raw numbers, not causation, not why. So that's why she said that, that we need more studies and research to actually tell us why. But what she did do is that she kind of dropped like three little nuggets or three little possibilities of why we are seeing this change. So I want to get into that right now. First, she mentioned something called quote unquote rough sex, where initially sex may have involved like a little hair pulling or like a little spanking here and there. And now it seems to have progressed to choking and strangulation. Now, that, that fear of, of someone doing that to them or being requested of them, that may be putting some people off, especially the, the younger groups, because they may not have the skill set ready to ask for that, even if it is consensual. And if it's not consensual, that's something completely different. But just the fact that that option is out there and being reported by more and more like college-age people that may be putting people off from engaging in sexual activity. Number two, she happened to mention time and time being taken up by social media and video games. So yes, I get it. Over the past few decades, the explosion of social media has taken up or for lack of a better term, consume people's lives. You know, I remember back when MySpace was a thing, you know, and now there are dozens of social media apps which can help you talk to friends, be in contact with friends who are hundreds of miles away or thousands of miles away. And now um, gaming is a multi-billion dollar industry where people have tournaments, you know, in their own house where they, you know, they can go out and spend hours upon hours playing video games with their friends. So yes, I can understand how social media and gaming can take up a lot of time because back in the day where, you know, you had to go outside and talk to your partners face to face and there was more availability for, um, love, you know, for love and sexual expression and sexual health and sexual activity to take place. But I guess social media has taken up a lot of that. And third, she mentions COVID-19. But my immediate comeback to that idea is that COVID has only been around for give or take two years, right? So, and this study started back in 2009, but the, but the trend for decreasing sexual activity was already there and, and appearing around the planet. So I get what she's saying, but, you know, but COVID has, has only been around for two years. So in all fairness, in the Scientific American study, or article rather, she actually says this, but for partners that do not live together and do not have the option for working remotely, difficulties in travel may lead to even less time together. For those living with their partner, more time spent together at home may not necessarily lead to more and more satisfying sex or pleasurable sex. Being quarantined, social distancing, financial difficulties, and working from home could all lead to strains in the relationship. The loss or instability of childcare because of the pandemic can restrict the sex lives of those who are parents. 
So yeah, I get what she's saying. And my blanket statement for that is stress. And I'm talking about stress for months now and how stress can have, have a negative impact on your sexual activity and sexual desires. I get it. So those are the, the three reasons that she happened to mention. So I just want to make just a few points here. First, this study was only um, on people who are between 14 years old and 49 years old. So I'm wondering about the people who are older, you know, are we still getting it in? What are we doing? Someone needs to study us. I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. And also this study also revealed that a lot of the youth or younger, you know, or like adolescents, they are, are actually defining themselves as asexual, which is great. You know, that's part of that sexual experimentation, sexual coming in, in, into your own that we all went through. So if they're in that age or in that age group where they are defining, defining themselves as, as asexual, that's fine. And I can see that accounting for just a few percentage points in this study, but not this major shift or this major decrease in sexual activity that we are seeing or that this study reported. And um, as I close out this podcast, I just wanna say one other thing too. And I realized technology changes with the time. And what I mean by that is that, um, yes, back in the day when I was coming along, yes, I had video games. I had my Atari, I had my Commodore 64, you know, and I had the telephone, <laughs> you know, you know, and I had my drum lessons and, and whatever else I was doing. So yeah, there was, you know, I was quote unquote busy, but I still had my high school girlfriend, my high school girlfriends. We were talking on the phone a lot. We were seeing each other when we could. I had my part-time job, you know, but we still made time to learn about each other, learn how to function socially and gain those skills. And so that could be a major piece of it now because I wonder if social media is having a, an impact on people's personal skills, you know, just, just talking to someone face to face versus talking to them through their telephone screen, seeing them, it's, it's just different. That was my question, or that is my question. How is, is social media really doing this thing that, that she says is taking up time? Because yes, we were all busy back in the day and we all still are busy now, but I just wonder if it's not something else that we're not picking up on yet as researchers. So. On that note, I'm out. You guys have a great day. Stay tuned. I'll talk to you soon.